Welcome to The Word This Week, where we believe that the Bible is more than just words on a page. They are the words we live by, and it's pretty cool too. We invite you to join us as we read through the Bible together this year. Welcome back to The Word This Week. I'm your host, Brian Vaughn, and this is episode 38. Joining me today uh, is Jimmy Thorpe. He's back with us again today, and also Linwood Hieronymus. On this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about the book of Job, and I really enjoyed the discussion we have and, and the themes that it led us to. So stick with us, listen in. Jimmy, Linwood, welcome. Good morning, Brian. Good morning. It's great to, to see you guys and uh, appreciate you. Uh, jumping in here, Jimmy. I've been thinking about it. Uh, like, hey, joining us again is Jimmy Thorpe. But, yeah. And uh, I think really we just saw to say, hey, we're your hosts, Brian and well, Jimmy. Yeah, sure, sure. I'm Co-host like host or whatever. I'm the sous you know. chef. Uh, <laughs> Brian just pushes me around, and he's like, edit the podcast, Jimmy. I'm like, I'm trying, and he's like, work faster. It's burning, and then. And then I try to try to make a beautiful <laughs> podcast omelet that you, is worthy of, and it is. It's a it's a tasty morsel every time, <laughs> and that sounds a lot like me. Yeah, yeah, you're very <laughs> it, profoundly angry and 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 um, surprisingly judgmental. <laughs> but by golly, you can cook. We get things. Done. We get things. We we get things done, boys. <laughs> Sorry, Linwood. <laughs> Mr. Linwood, thank you so much for uh, for joining us yes, this week. Uh, since this is your first time joining us on the podcast, why don't you just kind of introduce yourself, uh, tell us a little about who you are. Well, my name is Linwood Hieronymus, and I've lived in Cookville about six years. Uh, been an ordained pastor for 24 years. Wow. Was a um, certified lay speaker about 10 years before that, and so... Uh, Pastor to church in Virginia was where I started at. I got in ministry late in life and um, did that for a few years. Was an evangelist and traveled around for a few years after that, and then wound up in North Dakota on the Canadian border, pastor in the church wow. there. Wow. Did that I, feel like a, a moment of exile? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just maybe kidding. a little. <laughs> I really felt like the Lord was calling me to go there and, yeah. and wound up starting a church. Uh, cool. did, did not uh, did not plan on that when I went there. They were having a shortage of pastors mm-hmm. and wound up starting wow. a whole new work. So wow, that's that's pretty cool. I gotta say, Linwood Hieronymus is the coolest name I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> what is the uh, the etymology of Hieronymus? It's German, actually. German, okay. really. We we believe that. Uh, as I understand it, in German, hair is Mister, and we believe that when they came through, that they it was it was actually Ronimus in the early years. Okay. They came hair over from Ronimus. they came over in the 1700s, and uh, they think hair Hieronymus got added to it. So. And his cousin Erroneous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. If I was going to guess, I would think. In fact, I was thinking about saying, "Man, that sounds like a good Greek name." Yeah, but, everybody uh, says yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I had but, no. I really. That was a sincere question. Yeah. I just think it's like a superhero name. Like that's the coolest <laughs> name. Yeah. But there is a famous artist with that last name too. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, he's the rich one, and I'm not. So. <laughs> <laughs> is, is Linwood a family name? Is there? Yeah, a, actually, it was my father's name. I love uh, that. Yeah. yeah. 
had a had an uncle named Elwood, so they they were in the woods, I guess, when they were Elwood, <laughs> Elwood, Elwood, and Linwood. Did your friends call you Woody or any cool nicknames like that? Oh yeah, like? sometimes. Mostly got shortened up to just Lynn. Oh, to Lynn. Yeah. I would definitely be Woody if my name was Linwood. <laughs> yeah, Linwood. As you're joining us, I, I was thinking about um, just kind of your experiences and and where you've been. How how have your different experiences, your different vocations? You you've served in many. Uh, different things. In fact, we were talking uh, earlier before we started recording. You had spent some time as an auctioneer. Yes, yeah, um, that's wild. But I was I was just wondering how your different experiences and living in very different places, even how has those things kind of impacted the way you either the way you read scripture or impacted uh, how you've lived out your faith. Well, you know, I, I was in the, the business world. I guess starting out. You know, I didn't really get into the ministry till I was in my thirties, and uh, but uh, you know, doing different things. I started out in law enforcement, uh, oh, wow. and and did that for a while, and then transferred that into private security, and then you know, slowly over the years, you see the good and the bad of people in mm-hmm. those mm-hmm. those jobs, and uh, you know, as, as time progressed and and years moved on, and I saw and did different things, you, you start to to live life more, I guess, and you start to notice things more, especially as you get older, you start to realize what counts and what doesn't. Yeah. And so, yeah. uh, and when you get to be as old as I am now, you, you think, wow, <laughs> I wish I did this different or that mm-hmm. different. But I think we all do that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, when you when you get to be 65, you start doing it even more. So, <laughs> but yeah, if we could just go back and change things, but we can't, so we got to change things going forward. Yeah. And uh, let scripture mean more and and your relationship with the Lord mean more than anything else. Which sure. Is, which is apropos to kind of, uh, and we'll get there in a minute, but what we're reading in Job, it's like the only thing one can control, you know, as you're looking at the life of Job and all that he went through is like kind of your attitude Yes. as you're facing yeah. what the what life throws at you. Right. The way you interact with it and your attitude and your heart as you embrace life as it comes at you because you can't keep what's gone and you can't anticipate what's coming. That's yeah. for sure. As you, uh, as you mentioned, Job, um, as we've been reading through the Bible this, this week, we pretty much were completely in Job mm-hmm. other than a few Psalms, uh, that were, uh, that were placed in afterwards. Uh, we started the book of Job last week. And so really that's where we've been and that's where we've jumped in thinking about that idea of control. Mm-hmm. Um, I would imagine in the beginning of his life, Job felt very in control. Sure. You know, felt like things were really, uh, really going well. And uh, he really has, I mean, it's a testimony uh, in the very beginning. And then you also see a, a testimony to him in the very end of the of the writing. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he was, he was known. In fact, God even says that, that God recognized Job as... Mm-hmm. A righteous, yes, man. yeah, and uh, and I'd have to go back and look, but it may have been he was the most righteous person on earth. And, yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, if God says so, that's for sure. Right, yeah, right. And then and then you have the accuser come in mm-hmm. in that in that role of saying, yeah, but he's good just because you blessed him. Right, mm-hmm. right. Uh, and then as he sees those things crumble in his life, I can't imagine. You know, I, we've. I think we've all probably had some challenges in our sure. life, but 
I don't know that <laughs> any of the three of us, Mr. Yeah. Littlewood, I don't know you as well, but I could definitely speak for Jimmy and I. I mean, mm-hmm. we've had some hard things, and I know you, and we've talked about it before probably. You've walked some, uh, Jimmy, through through some hard things um, Certainly. in the birth of your daughter and mm-hmm. um, uh, some things that went on there. But overall, <laughs> yeah, that doesn't compare to what Job went yeah, through. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's kind of like saying to say you've had a hard life. It's like Job is his net name invokes is synonymous with (laughs) the greatest suffering. Right. And things are compared to, it's kind of like in comic books where they're like, okay, who would win Superman or someone else? Like it's always Superman guys. (laughs) Like Superman is the person you talk about when it's the strongest, best. Right. Like he is the bar. And in terms of who's the most powerful and Job is the the superman of suffering you know so that's how i want to be known that's on <laughs> the superman of suffering <laughs> what an, what an epitaph able to how about able uh, able to lose everything <laughs> oh gosh you know i think we all wind up especially if the lord calls us to do things in ministry we get that attack a lot of times i know mm. it happened with both churches that I started oh, sure. you know, get into it start things are going good and next thing you know that here comes the the devil making that attack on you mm-hmm. trying to ruin it all yeah so and I think it happens to all of us in life when we do things yeah and I think that sticky point is is the discernment that you have to understand that when uh, troubles come like there's a difference between uh, hardship and troubles and trials like they're yes they seem akin to one another but like in james it's talking about you know uh the difference between troubles and trials like trials god allows us to walk through for our good and we even read that in job like the job's friends spend most of the the book trying to convince him that he sinned in some way yeah and and this is why the, the 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 this is why things are playing out the way that they are and it reminded me of uh, John chapter nine, where um, Jesus is is just uh, on a on his ministry journey with his apostles, and um, and in verse one it says, "As Jesus was walking along, he saw a man who had been blind from birth." Rabbi, his disciples asked him, "Why was this man born blind? Was it because of his own sins or his parents' sins?" And Jesus said, "It was not because of his sins or his parents' sins." Jesus answered. They ha- this happened so that the power of God could be seen in him. Mm. We must quickly carry out the task assigned by us, by the one who sent us. The night is coming and then no one can work. But while I'm here in the world, I am the light of the world. So no one wants to, to be a, a, a sermon illustration for God. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think that's what the word is alluding to. But we have to remember that there are uh, trials and hardships that we will face. Um, but we don't face them alone. And that that. they, um, as we read in Job 38, God sets the stage for like, you have no idea. Mm -hmm. He he zoomed, he like takes Job on this ride. Like he took John on Patmos. Like, let me zoom you way out. Where were you when I plunged my hands in the air? We'll get there, I'm sure. But anyway, having the wisdom to discern the difference between being spiritually attacked by the enemy and also trials that that we may face, and also that the world is full of trouble. Yeah. Um, yes. 
And but as Jesus says, we can take heart that He's overcome uh, the world of yeah. trouble. Yeah, uh, Linwood, uh, for you, what are what were some things jumping off the page um, as you read? Two things really jumped out at me. The, the first one was where his friends, like Timmy, just was referring to. They they all came against him and told him what he was doing wrong and what he what was you know you did this wrong, you did this, you sinned this, you you know. People tend to do that to us sometimes, and yeah. and I, uh, I I guess I can relate to some of that, and and uh, he. Uh, and and we tend to do it to ourselves. Even sometimes we'll we'll accuse ourselves. Sometimes when we we think we haven't done something right. Uh, yeah. So that was one. But I guess what really stands out to me is when Job repented and prayed for his friends, mm. and then God restored him, that is and, and he gave mm-hmm. everything back twice what he had before. Mm. Uh, it, it tells us we got to have faith. You know, in the not only in the good times, but we need to have faith in the bad times too. Yeah. Uh, in the hard times. And we just got to hang in there and know that better times are coming. You know, mm-hmm. if if we're sick like he was in that situation, we're either going to get healed one way or the other. The Lord's going to heal us, or we're going to pass on and get healed when we get to heaven. You know, mm-hmm. one, one of the two is going to happen to us. So, yeah. you you mentioned the friends and um, a couple of things that that I was noticing there is one. I'm amazed that they were even called friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like with friends like that. I think they are. They are when when you have someone in your life who is going through something really hard. Mm-hmm. I think they're an example of how not to do it. <laughs> oh wow! Yes. <laughs> right? Yeah. Counseling one on one. Yeah. I mean, yeah. uh, instead of just sitting with him and mm-hmm. and mourning with him, and at first you feel like maybe they're gonna start, but no, they just they are there, and and to some degree, I think in their minds they have this <clears throat> almost righteous indignation, like yeah. Job. There's no way, like you're accusing God here, mm. right? Yes. Uh, but. At the end of the day, man, where's your where's mm-hmm. your compassion? Where's your love? Where's your you know? Wow. Uh, Can I jump in yeah, on that? Please. I, I, you know, one of the things that stood out to me is that Job, as I did a bit of research, uh, and by research I mean googling, but um, <laughs> uh, but but reminding myself that uh, Job is part of the wisdom literature. Mm-hmm. You've right. got Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, and Job, and when you look at them. Uh, as a trifecta or, you know, the three books together, Proverbs makes the case for that. If you, if you act and behave justly and righteously, you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, you'll not be fine. Yeah. And then it's kind of those principles, like, yeah, they're not necessarily promises, but the, you know, most of the time. Yeah. Best practices. They, yeah. Right. And then Ecclesiastes is like, um, you, some, sometimes life is like trying to grasp the wind. Yeah. Like it's almost the opposite of Proverbs in yeah. that stuff is just wild guys. Meaningless, you know, meaningless. Meaningless, everything. everything yeah. meaningless. And it's yeah. less about it being meaningless and more about it. It's, it's so escapable and mm-hmm. you can't control it. You can't hold right. it. It's not predictable. Whereas Proverbs is predictable. Righteousness equals a happy life. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and Ecclesiastes is like, I don't know, guys. And then, and which is good. It, it, it's not, this is a good thing. And then in Job, we see it played out. Like Job is righteous. He's doing all the right things, yet he is hurt and, and, and wounded in the, mm-hmm. in the deepest of ways. And so his friends don't know how to compute that because yeah. they, they're thinking, okay, like Job's suffering is almost an affront to, to them and an affront to what they believe. It yeah. challenges what they believe about God. 
because they've been told as children that those that are righteous and walk in the upright steps of the Lord, they will be blessed and, 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 and anyone the wicked that, will be punished. And the yeah. wicked will be yeah. punished. So ju- it's, it's an affront to them. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I was a little more sympathetic this time in thinking about how, how awful his friends were. That that's all they knew of God was mm-hmm. that through that lens of righteousness yeah. uh, is happiness and wickedness is what Job's going through. And so this totally um, runs in the face of that concept yeah. and everyone's rattled. And then even Job is rattled. Yeah, yeah. He absolutely. gets to a place where he's asking those questions. And we have to be careful that and they were basically being judgmental. And, and we have to be so careful we're not judgmental mm-hmm. to people. And, and uh, and even judgmental of ourselves, you know, Job went through a pity party there for a while. Yeah. And, and boy, we can tend to do that quickly oh goodness, when we're yeah. in, in rough times. Of course, can you blame the guy? Oh, I, mean, I know. <laughs> yeah, know, right? yeah. It's like, come on. Yeah. I mean, he, he literally lost everything, everything and yeah. went from a, a position of probably respect to mm-hmm. like, oh, man, I'm skirting around this guy yes, when I'm definitely. when I'm walking down the road, you know. You don't want him to rub off on yeah. you. Don't, don't, yeah. yeah, I don't want. And, his folly to be mine. But what I found, Linwood, you, you mentioned that at the end, Job prays for his friends. Right. And God, uh, I actually wanted to read because this was like, wow, I don't know. I mean, sure, I've read it before, but seeing it this time. Uh, so after the Lord, this is uh, in chapter 42, after the Lord had finished speaking to Job, he said to Eliphaz, the Timonite, I'm angry with you and your two friends, for you have not spoken accurately about me as my servant Job has. Mm. So take seven bulls and seven rams and go to my servant Job and offer a burnt offering for yourselves. God is kind of saying, I want you to go to Job. He's acting as an intermediary between me and you. Wow. Uh, My servant Job will pray for you and I will accept his prayer on your behalf. I will not treat you as you deserve for you have not spoken accurately about me as my servant Job has. Uh, and says, so they so they did that. They they went to Job. They offered these sacrifices and said, and the Lord accepted Job's prayer. Wow. And I think that that's really a picture that's a nod in, in Job's story to a righteous, mm-hmm. suffering servant who went to God on our behalf. And wow. man, I just see, I had never really, I think, mm-hmm. seen Job that way. Yeah, You know, mm-hmm. I think often we approach Job as, hey, it's this, you know, how do you suffer well? What's yeah. the view of God? It makes us even question God's motives, right. I mean, in the beginning. Uh, but maybe this whole thing was to point us towards this picture of, wait, no, God's sending one who will suffer, and he suffers on our behalf. Yes. I just thought that was pretty, pretty amazing. And it kind of, I think the the finishing stroke of that is Jesus on the cross forgiving those that are doing mm-hmm. the worst to him. Oh, yeah. You know, that's, that, that, that's what makes me feel like what you're saying, like, mm-hmm. Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. It's yeah. like to ha- to be wounded, beaten, and scorned to the point of— uh, it, it, uh, being unrecognizable, agony beyond agony, suffering beyond suffering, and still, Lord, remember them, the ones that have done this to me. Yeah. You know? 
we we always seem to want to uh, question God when we're in those difficult times, you know. And I I like to in thirty eight. You mentioned verse thirty eight, and I think it was thirty eight four, where he says, "Where were you when I formed the foundations of the earth?" Right. You know, boy, that that really strikes me. You know, he was mm-hmm. telling him, you know, who are you to be questioning me? You right. Know? And we question God sometimes, and we we really shouldn't. You know, mm-hmm. it's okay to ask why, but. Mm-hmm. You know, we shouldn't be in that perspective that he was in at that point in time. But I, I think that really boldly said to him, you know, <laughs> you don't have that po- that option at this point to be able to do that because I'm the one that's in charge, not yeah. you. Right. But, and, and what's interesting, I think, I mean, Job did question God. Yes. Um and his friends were more, they they, they kind of thought, wait, we're kind of taken up for God. But in the end, yeah. Uh, God was like, no, you guys, you, you misrepresented me. Job had a better picture of who I was. And I just think that also just shows that that God can handle yeah. the hard questions. I, for one, am very like grateful. He's not, he's not shaken by that, right? Yes. Yeah. And uh, now we definitely, I mean, I do think it's dangerous. I don't think we need to blazonly go shaking our fists right. at God, right? But... He can handle, and he understands our our human oh, sure. emotions. Yeah, right. I mean, we talk about our children a lot, but I, I think about my six year old that uh, he is everything. He's we call him the negotiator. Like, <laughs> hey, go do this. Well, can I? What about this? And you said, if you look at the stenographer's report, you know, he's like got it all figured out. And like, no, no negotiations, buddy. It's bedtime. You know, go to bed. Yeah. Um, but he asked me all these questions and none of his questions are an affront to my wisdom, mm-hmm. yeah. you know? And so I have to think about that when it comes, not that I'm got you, you sure. li- no. li- listener be gracious yeah. with me, but that, that relationship that I have with my son, him being six years old and having his picture of the world and me being 42 years old and having the picture of the world that I have, I'm thinking about like back to the Job 38 uh, yeah. question where were you when i did these things i'm like no joey you've got to get rest so that your body can recuperate we've got this day tomorrow he's thinking about this moment and what's right in his field of view but i have a bigger picture of it but mm. his questions are never an affront to me never. i welcome them honestly i love that he's thinking i love that he we have a relationship that he can talk to me and I can say, we need to do this, buddy. And he's like, but dad, I don't want to. And I'm like, well, tell me why. Man. You know, and we can have that kind of, and I, I for one, am grateful that there, that the Bible is marked with those stories of people that ha- have a little, too many questions. Uh, reading Psalms is comforting to me, where he's like, how long, O oh Lord, will you be away from me? How long will you hide your face? You know, where, where, where are you? I don't know where you're at. Like... And then also uh, other examples from the same person of like, who who is higher than you, who is more accessible than you, who's closer to me than you. I love the Bible and its richness, and I, I'm thankful that there's examples of doubt mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> for myself personally. And I know I can't be the only one that's uh, had some hard questions along the way sure. and have found God to be very gracious to me. I think a lesson we have to remember in all this is like it talks about in Hebrews, I think it's 13, five says, God will never leave us nor forsake us. And Mm. that's a lesson that we, when we look at Job, we have to remember that, that scripture that even when the difficult times come and the 
the rough times. He he's still going to be there. He's still waiting to yeah. to help that's right. us. And I love that. Uh, honestly, I think that's a great note to kind of <laughs> tie up this. That yeah. God is good. Yes. And even when it feels like He's not being good to us, He is still there. Amen. And that. He and He walks with us through through that. And He ultimately showed His presence and His love through the cross. Yes. Mm. And. Um, you know, I I had heard somewhere, I don't remember where it was, so I can't give due credit, but basically, you know, when when we ask God these questions, where were you when this happened? I think God's response was on the cross. Yes. You know? Oh, my goodness, yes. And um, now, thank you, guys. Thank you, Brian. Thanks for joining us today. Me. And uh, thank you for listening. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, we want to thank the River Community Church for sponsoring this podcast. And if you're in Cookville and looking for a church home, we'd love to invite you to come out. And you can check out more about us at theriverCC.com. Thanks, and join us next time on The Word This Week.